1: Rindo, Steve here. And Larson. And on today's Going In run News Brief, we've got some bad news about a WWE return. Steve reviews Impact Emergence Night 2, and we preview tonight's NXT. But first, the mastermind of WCW thinks WWE creative sucks? Larson, what's in the news?
2: Oh, yeah. So a uh, former SmackDown executive director and a uh, former uh, uh, top guy, at least in the executive branch, of wcw eric bischoff appeared on a recent episode of sports kita unscripted and man he shot hard oh on the current state of WWE Craves. we had to say quote <clears throat> storylines suck right now mm, okay they suck they suck storylines are getting worse and worse this is the one thing i feel adamant about you look at what wwe did at smackdown uh at thunderdome over the weekend such a phenomenal job from a production standpoint Uh, production point of view Uh, what they're not good at is basic fundamental storytelling they're just not I love them and I have many friends there who I love dearly it doesn't change the fact that their storylines their architecture their approach to stories their discipline with stories sucks until somebody comes along and takes an honest look at storytelling and the structure of storytelling and the formulas that are used it's gonna be hit or miss forever
1: but life uh, so, how much of this is uh, is a disgruntled former executive director of SmackDown?
2: You know, everything everything I've heard from him since you know he left, he didn't seem disgruntled. He didn't mm. he didn't seem like it was it left a bad taste in his mouth. Like he was really upset about how things went down. It was just a bad fit. He seemed to realize it was a bad fit. Um, I don't think WB creative sucks. Uh, their approach to storytelling is different. For them, there's a lot of stories they do now that is for WWE kind of subtle,
1: mm-hmm. you know?
2: Yeah. Um, wh- I do agree, however, that when it comes to the discipline of telling their stories <laughs> in terms of having a vision and following it through, uh, their discipline, their architecture, as he puts it, that does suck, and that all falls uh, 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 on one man, and that's Vince McMahon, um, because he, you got to constantly cater to his whims, and if he changes his mind, that whatever story six months
1: eight months 10 12 month story you have planned out if he's like no i'm not gonna do it gone yeah that you're you're exactly right the the one bit about that quote that i totally agree with is the discipline aspect i think wwe's creative could be vastly improved if they were to stick to their stories when they set them up instead of just sort of dropping the ball on them um there was a, a a small bit of kind of non-news just recently when a friend of the show, Dave Schilling, uh, tweeted out about uh, Kofi Kingston's title run being uh, something that they, uh, apparently he was always supposed to lose the title to Brock in the way that he did, and that the higher-ups really didn't have any faith in him as champion. Why put the title on him in the first place then? I get it, it's for the moment. It's because they had this big organic build for Kofi in the moment, but it's like, why wouldn't you have faith in a guy who has that organic movement behind him. Why don't you give him a win against a guy like Roman Reigns and show people that, hey... I mean, here's the thing, like... What is there not to have faith in? The fact that he's smaller? Uh, I I don't know what, you know... uh, The the New Day are are an act that have uh, continued to be, like, probably the one act maybe that I can think of as a faction that has maintained their relevancy... And even built upon their relevancy. So, what is it that you don't see about him that doesn't give you faith? I mean, is there is there something that's just completely blatant? Is it or is it a race thing? I don't know. Uh, but what you know why wouldn't you and it's that kind of thing where we're okay well hey he's hot right now we don't really believe in him he's hot let's just put the title on him and then job him out to Brock Lesnar in 7 seconds down the line he, instead of trying to make some money off him losing to Brock Lesnar let's just job yeah. him out really quick for like the spectacle of it that a match
2: with Kane Velasquez and have it be one of what two matches that Kane had oh and
1: they're just terrible it was just a terrible run for Kane yeah dude it's the, and that's just one example of many where the discipline is totally cripples their storytelling that being said, they're decent. They are, I mean, at t- in terms of like short-term entertainment, like beat to beat, I like what they're doing with the Hurt business. I like the I've like the the Apollo crews stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I've said this, I've said this many times over. WWE survives based almost exclusively on the talent. And how good the talent is because yep. the talent can make can turn chicken shit into chicken salad like the talent can do that.
2: And I think we saw this. We see it fairly regularly, I think, given how often Vince will show up day of a show, rip up a script and rewrite it seemingly on the fly. Mm-hmm. You know, with with things changing at a moment's notice, it falls on the talent to pick up the slack mm-hmm. to make something that's handed to them, you know, two minutes before they're supposed to shoot it, two minutes before before they're supposed to go live work. Yeah. Um yeah, and uh yeah, it's it's
1: it's it's been a problem for a long time. Mm-hmm. In terms of the discipline, I mean, a long time. And and this. that that plays out in terms of how many viewers they've lost over the long term. You know, I yeah. think one relates to the other. Um I'm still well, entertained by by and large most of what the WWE does. There are weeks, there are phases we've noticed this. There are weeks and weeks there are phases when sometimes some of the brands we'll go through lulls and it's just mm-hmm. it's just really bad mm-hmm. um but yeah by and large that that's totally true like the another, fact is this retribution thing. thing for example yeah they set it up i mean it seems like maybe at this point you know you can you can theorize maybe uh, uh the, the 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 six or seven that we see up on the stage at the end of raw maybe they're actually those are actually going to be the people in retribution but, but i have no faith that wwe has that solidly in place, so yeah. I don't give I mean, it any credence.
2: It, it seems like far too often WB's approach to storytelling is, hey, let's do a, a moment that we assume is going to be perceived as huge with no buildup. Yeah right. Um, and without the buildup, the moment's not huge. Mm-hmm, yeah, like I assume when they had retribution, hit the ring that first time on smackdown and 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 you know toss the announced table, get the chainsaw out and 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 cut the the ropes and all that. I'm assuming WB thought, oh man, people are gonna react to this. People are gonna think mm. this is awesome because it mm. seems like it should be yeah. huge. But the problem is, we'd already seen a little bit of what they were doing, and that involved uh, flickering lights and then like firebombing a generator. Yeah. they're cheering about it, like they just won the World Series. It was and so silly. It was silly. It made them come off instantly as silly. And there's no other build apart from that. Mm, yeah. So uh, the the first thing we see of them is silly. Yeah. They come out there, do this stuff, which in a different context could have been maybe cool, but then the reaction to it is silly. With a and different
1: then- yeah, with a different execution, with some with some production logic and I don't know, that I mean that's that's one thing about when people say, you know, McMahon is out of touch, it's what if you presented retribution and this is just off the top of my head because I'm trying to think of like a cooler way. Yeah, I'm not I, I haven't seen the movies but i've seen enough of them to understand the aesthetic but remember the 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 purge series yeah like that stuff looks really cool like from a design aesthetic mm-hmm. it's kind of scary like you're locked in your house and you know, these people with crazy masks what if they just ripped that off something like that and done in the same sort of fashion where it's more menacing than than actually than goofy which is yeah. what it is that's because they're out of touch like they have this they're they're looking at like The news and seeing like these protests and like oh let's do this and then they're all cheering about and it's just goofy and it's like no man you need to be menacing with this kind of Mm -hmm. stuff for people to Mm -hmm. react to it.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: So yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. I do think there's a little bit of. uh, I mean, look, I, I, you're right. Bischoff has 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 reacted with with a fair amount of grace since his dismissal, but it was a pretty public dismissal. I mean, you know, it was such a big ballyhoo. It probably there is probably an element of. Well, you know, everybody says it sucks, so I'm going to go ahead and, and needle them with That's that. That's entirely possible. That's yeah. entirely possible. I know. Um, I wouldn't be above that. <laughs> I'm just saying as a human being, I wouldn't be above that.
2: Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Anyways, anyways. Speaking of, anyways, go ahead. You got a segue in mind? Go ahead, Steve. No,
1: I thought you did, and then you stopped talking. I did a
2: little bit ago, but then you continued. So I I'm afraid to I've got some
1: bad news. No segue go. to talk about Wade Barrett. Yeah. So uh, Pro Wrestling Sheet is reporting that Wade Barrett is going to be joining NXT's commentary team, tonight. But there is some actual bad news, Larson, because we're both fans of Stu Bennett, aka Wade Barrett. Pro Wrestling Sheet adds that sources tell us this is just a one-shot deal for now, and the former leader of Nexus, who won the first original season of NXT, has not signed a full-time deal to rejoin the company. Of course, Barrett was seen uh, last seen in WWE back in 2016. He's done some commentary for NWA of late. I here's my here's my no Steve Domus Prediction: He's gonna kill it tonight. He's gonna get rave reviews from the internet, and he'll be back. They're gonna sign him to a long-term deal. That's my assuming he wants to do that. That's my guess on this one, Larson.
2: All right, all right, fair enough. So I'm guessing he'll fill the role of heel commentator then.
1: Yeah, I think yeah, probably.
2: Because we have Beth, Beth Phoenix is there. Yeah, assuming maybe you know it. business it, it, a situation this week where. You know, one of the regular commentators can't make it this week. Someone gets on the phone with Stu. Stu, can you fill in? That's why it's a one-time thing.
1: Morrow um, wasn't there for TakeOver, was he? No. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. if it's, if it's I'll put it this way, dude. Yeah, I mean, it could be like, hey, somebody's out. Can, can you get in here? But, you know, you know how this stuff works, man. If somebody sees it and they really like it, they're like, really, oh, let's make this happen. Yeah, that's happened so often in the wwe i could see that happening and i hope it does i, I like wade barrett a lot yeah i do too oh so anyways last night speaking Larson, of something you like a lot Impact oh Wrestling, man Steve. dude our tuesday night stream you can't you can't write these things man they're just they're too good after they're too good after this is like the most important storyline of emergence last night was our impact stream like 360 people strong, the friendos come out for these Impact streams. We co stream at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson. It's, it's a wildly fun time. Uh, we all watch Impact together. We cheer, we boo, we clown. Uh, but more importantly, of course, during the commercial breaks, Melissa Santos, uh, 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 I, I told, I asked our friendos, we, we need to see Lizard Steve again because Brian Cage, her husband, has a lizard named Steve, which mm-hmm. was revealed last week, this week. So during the commercial breaks, she shows up to talk up the Impact Twitch chat and to recap what we just saw. Uh, and she's great at the job; she's really terrific. And uh, and so I prompted the friendos. I said, "Hey, getting the getting the Impact Twitch chat, and very in the most polite way possible. You know, being super cool and not being pushy. Uh, uh, just let's let's try to get some Lizard Steve in there." So first she like was reading some of them, and she dropped the name Lizard Steve. We pop for that. Second to last commercial break, she shows up and she's like, hey guys, I just went, because everybody we were asking to see Lizard Steve, trying to find Lizard Steve, but he's sleeping right now, so we don't want to bug him. And I was like, okay, that's cool. Disappointed, but let Lizard Steve get his sleep. He's nocturnal, I get it. And then, Bang! She dropped us Lizard Steve in the final commercial break segment. He was on her shoulder. Everybody was popping. What a success that was! Because I don't think next week we're going to be able to do that because Tuesday isn't next week like a.
2: NXT's on Tuesday.
1: NXT's on Tuesday. So sadly, I'll have to deal with NXT instead of my favorite wrestling. Company Impact. Emergence Night
2: was your favorite wrestling promotion,
1: not anymore, man. Now it's Impact. Oh, Impact it's, it's Specifically, Lizard Steve wrestling, huh? Spe- yeah, Lizard Steve wrestling, exactly. Yeah. So let's talk about Emergence Night two really quick. I won predictions because the profess the most professional wrestler, Brian Myers, beat Willie Mack. I well, barely I won that, predictions.
2: That was, a, that was a bad choice. So
1: I barely won predictions. Uh, the the night kicked off with Ed Edwards, the current Impact World Champion. His open challenge was against. Rob Van Dam the whole effing show in this match though Katie Forbes Rob Van Dam's girlfriend uh, was the total MVP at one point she gave uh, sort of a hip attack right next to the camera to Ed Edwards head and uh, she started twerking so like 80% of the camera was just booty cheeks twerking Uh, she's hilarious Ed Edwards beat RVD Uh, after that Eric Young attacked Ed Edwards that sets up a title match next week uh, let's see here. Crazy Steve defeated Johnny Swinger in a blindfold match at Wrestle House, in which the loser has to dress like the winner next week. Uh, so yeah, Johnny Swinger is going to be out of his normal attire, dressing like Crazy Steve next week on Wrestle House. How was, Wrestle
2: how was the quality of this blindfold match?
1: I swear to God, it was maybe three minutes of them just like walking around like this. Well, the the gimmick is Crazy Steve is already legally blind. That's a shoot. Like, he's actually legally blind. Really? Yeah, pretty interesting stuff. Um, So, it sort of played into into that. They sort of cracked jokes about that. Um, uh, EC3 dropped a promo uh, saying that the reason why he stole the title is to prove to Moose that all the silliness and gimmicks and eBay titles... And uh and his ring attire. Uh he 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 needs to shed that stuff to go back to being free to the person he was before all that stuff. And EC three needs to win that title from Moose and destroy it, and then Moose can be free. So he's trying to help free Moose, even though Moose never really asked for that. Uh let's see here. Also at Wrestle House, Larry D defeated John E. Bravo. Uh they're fighting over Rosemary. Uh in what's it's it's I, I'm not going to sit here and explain it, man. It's definitely a, you got to see it to believe it thing. Uh, and then in the main event, Jordan Grace uh, uh, did not was not successful in trying to get her Impact World Champion uh, Women Knockouts Championship back from Diana Perazzo in a really really fun match. It came down to the last 90 seconds. It was kind of overbooked in the end. So Jordan Grace got the first submission, or she got she got the first pinfall, well, the first whatever, fall. FF, yeah, fall submission. Uh, via Coquina Clutch on Deanna Parrazzo. There's about a minute and a half left in this match. So really all Jordan Grace really needed to do was to start jogging laps around the place or something because then there was a ref bump, right? Mm -hmm. So she hits her uh, driver finishing thing uh, after the ref bump, but he's out, so he doesn't see the pin, right? She goes over there. She starts trying to, like, shake the ref alive. There's only, like, a minute left. So, really, at that point, just let him stay down.
0: Yeah. Or if he's
1: down, if he starts getting up, just kick him again and he won't even know. So, she really messed up this last bit here. While the ref is starting to come to, Deanna Perazzo whacked Jordan Grace with her title, goes for the pin. The ref sees that, counts three. They get, so now it's one to one with about 6 seconds left uh, Perazzo was able to get Grace into the Fujiwara armbar Grace like almost immediately taps out or taps out with like I think 3 seconds left to go yeah. so Deanna Perazzo narrowly uh, but yeah a couple of a couple of mistakes there from Jordan Grace ended up costing her this match mm-hmm. uh, but it was it was really fantastic stuff it was really good stuff they they did a good job timing the last 90 seconds or so uh, so, yeah, good stuff. Cool. You guys should join cool. me for the Impact stream every Tuesday. Going to skip in this next week, but uh, after that, it will be back on a crack.
2: It'll be back. Uh, speaking of why you're skipping it, NXT, that's next Tuesday, but it's tonight, this week. First item on the agenda, NXT champion, and Steve's favorite wrestler, Karrion Cross and Scarlett to kick off WWE NXT. I'm guessing he will he'll likely address... Uh, The condition of his separated shoulder, perhaps.
1: Hopefully he'll vacate that title after that. uh, NXT Women's Champion uh, Io Shirai. Teams with Rhea Ripley against Dakota Kai and uh, Diesel Raquel Gonzalez. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa
2: set to return to NXT tonight. I would not be surprised uh, for him to have some sort of confrontation with the
1: current NXT champion. Could be, could be. Uh, NXT Tag Team Champions Imperium. Versus Brizango. NXT UK is coming back, man. I wonder if Imperium's going to drop these titles to Brizango tonight. That's a possibility. I guess it would be a possibility. Uh, they pose
2: this question. What's next for new North American champion, Damian Priest? More sex with more
1: women. I've been on a sexual rampage over the past couple All days. in my hot tub. It's amazing. Anyways, uh, and then Santos Escobar. Oh, this should be a killer match. Defends yeah, the NXT... Really cruiserweight title against Isaiah Swerve Scott. So that's going to be tonight. We're going to be doing our review of this tonight. And then, of course, tomorrow night is AEW. will be doing our review then. So uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye